When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is New York Game Day, presented by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Infinity, discover more about the luxury and performance of an Xfinity QX60 crossover at XfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today. And by the engagement experts at London Jewelers. Visit them at any of their seven locations, including Short Hills, or shop online at LondonJewelers.com. Anita Marks with you, along with Amani Toomer and Mike Tenenbaum. This is Hour 3 of New York Game Day, and it's time now for my Locks of the Week, brought to you by Corona. Anita's Three Locks of the Week. All right, gentlemen, we always look back. Before we look forward, I have the Jets under 15, uh, 17 and a half points. That hit. Kirk Cousins over 292 passing yards. That hit. Unfortunately, my teaser did not. Tennessee and the Ravens failed me miserably, so another 2-1. So therefore, I am 4-5 on the season with my three locks of the week. 4-5 on the season with my three locks of the week. All right, what do I like first? Let's talk about this this Bills-Miami Dolphins game. I like the Bills. I'm going to lay the 2.5. I think this line should be a lot larger. I think there's a knee-jerk reaction to what we saw the Dolphins do against Denver, putting up 70, but this is a Bills defense much better than Denver. Um, This is the third road game out of four weeks. Of course, we're heading into this week four for the Miami Dolphins. Talk about frequent flyer miles, as uh, Mike likes to call it. Uh, Still believe in Josh Allen. Uh, Not that I don't believe in Tua, but uh, I I know there's a love fest right now for Mike McDaniel, but Sean McDermott is a good coach, and and he's got really a a good group, a good team of coaches around him. Uh, Bills are at home, and I'm only laying two and a half. I'm all over that. So uh, lock of the week number one is the Bills minus two and a half. Mike, what say you? Uh, I say hopefully you have a better week like I had last week when I predicted a 14-10 final between the Jets and the Patriots. It was 15-10. So I apologize to our listeners for uh, a big disservice last week. (laughs) No, just kidding. Um, I'm with you. I I like Buffalo at home. Um, You know what's interesting is Tua has the quickest time to throw and leaves the league in yards per attempt. But I I like Sean McDermott. They're going to play 95% split safety defense, and I'm totally with you. I, I think Buffalo at home uh, should win today. Um, here's one for you, Amani. I'm curious to get your thoughts on that, on, on this. Um, I've got two plays in the Denver Bears game, okay? okay. Uh, I'm going team total over 22.5 points for the the Denver Broncos. So what that means is that the Denver Broncos have to score 23 points and I win. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going over 242 and a half passing yards for Russell Wilson. So he just has to pass for 243 Amani mm-hmm. and that wins. So two plays in the Denver Bears game. One team total score over for the Denver Broncos and over passing yards for Russell Wilson. Those are my other two. 
He's passed for over 300 yards in game one and game two. He's averaging over 40 dropbacks a game. This might surprise some folks. Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in the NFL in the first half of games. He's got a 137 passing rating. He's almost 80% completion percentage and almost 10 yards per pass attempt. And of course, we know this Bears defense, they're just god-awful. They give up 450 yards of offense to Kansas City. And um, they only have one sack and 21 pressures in three games so far this season. So I think Russell Wilson is going to have a, a ton of time back there. He's got a plethora of weapons to work with. So, uh, so those are two, wa- two, two different wagers in mm-hmm. that one game. Amani, your thoughts? I think Russell Wilson is going to definitely throw for over 240 yards. I think that's a, that's a pretty much of a, of a gimme, I think. I think Sean Payton is learning him and really understanding what he does well. Um, yeah, and he's averaging right now two hundred. The, the team is averaging right now two hundred sixty-three. So I think that's going to be an over. Um, and the other one was what did you say again? Team team total. So uh, team so total. Denver as a whole uh, has to score twenty-three points. Both teams together score twenty-three. No, points. no, no. Just Denver. The Denver Broncos have to score twenty-three points. Okay, the Denver uh, twenty three points. Hmm. Yeah, I like it. I like that. I because I, okay. I think the Bears defense is, is is pretty weak. They're struggling a little bit. Um, yeah, giving up four hundred yards a game. Yeah, four hundred ten yards a game. Yeah, I, I, I can rock with that. All right, I, I got three. I got three thumbs up, which is good. So again, just to recap, uh, the Bills minus two and a half at home against the Miami Dolphins. Team total over 22.5 total points for the Denver Broncos against the Bears today. And a player prop in there, uh, Russell Wilson, over 242.5 passing yards against the Bears. Those are my three locks of the week. Um, Again, uh, brought to you by Corona, uh, an official cerveza of the New York Jets. Guys, let's fill folks in on what's going on. We've got a morning game. Of course, we talked about it earlier. The Jacksonville Jaguars are up 7-0 against the Atlanta Falcons and... Who scored? Oh, thank God. Calvin Ridley finally caught a touchdown pass. So now you've got Trevor Lawrence. He's 8 of 10 for 92 yards and a touchdown for that caller who called in during the fantasy forecast hour and and asked if they should start Trevor Lawrence. I said, absolutely. Uh, And got to love that Calvin Ridley, 30-yard, not only that, it's a 30-yard touchdown pass. So that's fantastic. Uh, Christian Kirk, two receptions for 40 yards. Calvin Ridley, one for 30, but that one was a special one. Obviously, again, it was a touchdown. Uh, ATN, he's rushed for 18 yards. Trevor Lawrence also has rushed for 28 yards as well. Meanwhile, uh, Desmond Ritter, two for two for only 12 yards. As I said, this is a team that runs the football a lot, but unfortunately, they only have one yard. Why? Jacksonville, their defense quite good against the run. Teams are only averaging 84 total rushing yards against them. Uh, Mike, let's come back to you. Your, your thoughts on this game, and uh, now that Jacksonville is up 7-0 into the first, how confident are you that they'll seal the deal and walk away with a win? Yeah, you know, uh, I agree with what you said. Nia. Like, Atlanta's not good from behind. Uh, on that touchdown, they dropped coverage. Uh, Trevor Lawrence rolled out to his right and um, took a big shot when he threw it. But Calvin Ridley, um, it was a nice play, but uh, he was uncovered. I think in terms of the way the rest of this game plays out, Anita, um, you know, if you're playing Atlanta, you want to get him out of the where they can stay balanced and run the ball because Bijan Robinson's so good. Uh, Desmond Ritter is just not getting the ball down the field, and this is um, the way this game is unfolding. Definitely favors Jacksonville. Amani. Yeah, I'm, I I think that uh, this this 
this Jacksonville Jaguars team has been underperforming this year. Uh, they just didn't seem to have their same mojo back that they had last year towards the end of the season that put them in the playoff and have them win that playoff game. And I think, you know, sometimes young teams just are harder to get started in the year, and I think that might be one of the things. No better way to get your team going than by get, getting them away from all the distractions, getting them out of the country, and having them play on the road uh, in a place that they're familiar with because Jacksonville Jaguars play a lot of their home games in, in London, and I think they're even playing another one the week after. So I think this is a good team bonding exercise, and if they can come away with this getting above 500, winning two games back-to-back across the pond, I think this is a great jump starter, a great kickstarter for a, a 2-1 and start that the Jacksonville Jaguars have because they're much better than that 2-1 and record indicates. Hey, New York Game Day on 98.7 ESPN is brought to you by Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. That's for sure. Quick break. We come back. Uh, we'll take our tour around the NFL, something that we like to do each and every week here on New York Game Day. Get a feel for what the AFC is looking like, what the NFC is looking like. The Detroit Lions, boy, did they open up a can of you-know-what against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, do we now, as, as, as a whole, do we now put them in the same category or discussion of potentially winning the NFC with the Dallas Cowboys and the 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles? Is that even uh, worth a discussion? We'll find out next right here on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. The bomb is about to be dropped. It's Tannenbaum's Bomb of the Week. Ha, it's what everybody tunes in. It's a New York game day for Mike Tannenbaum's bomb of the week brought to you by Slomans. Mikey, what is it? Buffalo Bills 31, Miami Dolphins 27. I agree with you, Anita. I think this is uh, strength against strength. Buffalo's defense, Miami's offense. I think today Buffalo will be the slightly better team at home. Woo! And again, that's Mike Tannenbaum's Bomb of the Week, brought to you by Sloman. Sloman's has low price home heating oil for New York football fans, low prices, zero sacrifices for 100 years. Sloman's has been a staple in home comfort. Call 1 866 OIL DEAL now. Gentlemen, let's take a look. Uh, let's start in the AFC, right? Dolphins, we're just talking about them. The Buffalo Bills, we've got the Buffalo Bills winning. So uh, that would even out uh, the AFC East at 3-1. and one. Patriots taking on the Dallas Cowboys today in Dallas. I like the Patriots. Uh, Mike, what say you in regard to this matchup? 
Yeah, I don't think they have much of a chance at all. I think uh, Dallas will be much better uh, defending the run, and I don't think Mac Jones has enough weapons to exploit Trayvon Diggs' injury. So I like um, Dallas at home getting right after a bad, bad loss last week. So, so really quick before we go to Amani, uh, so you think you think Joshua Dobbs and the Arizona Cardinals had the weapons? The, what what happened in that game then? How did Arizona well, beat Dallas? It was it was explosive runs, and I just don't think that's going to happen two weeks in a row. Um, when you watch that game, Josh Dobbs made some plays. It was really more with his legs. So, again, I think the vulnerability over the course of the season for Dallas is going to be in their secondary, and I don't expect New England to have the same success running the ball. Amani, I know you're, you're not a big Mac Jones fan, so mm-hmm. you've got Dallas winning today as well? Yeah, I got Dallas winning. I just feel that um, there's just a much more complete team, much more explosive players. You know, I think they caught, I think last week Arizona caught Dallas uh, napping, to be quite frankly. I think their defense is a lot better than they were. Uh, that They just did not show up to play, and it happens like that sometimes, usually around week three, week four as well. But most teams, good teams, can snap right back. I don't think D- Dak is going to play as poorly as he did uh, last week. And I just I have a lot of faith in this Cowboys team uh, being able to play. It's also playing at home, and like I like you said, Anita, I am not a Mac Jones fan, so I'm I'm very rarely am I going to pick for the Patriots because I do feel that they have uh, they they have a uh, Achilles heel in the effectiveness of their quarterback uh, playing against some of these better teams. And um, yeah, I, I feel like the defense from the defensive line for the Cowboys is really going to set the tone in terms of getting that pressure on um, Mac Jones and forcing him to make more mistakes than he usually does. In the AFC North, you got the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Baltimore Ravens, and Cleveland all tied up at 2-1. and one. Ravens taking on Cleveland. Deshaun Watson dealing with a shoulder issue. He told the media that he's going to play. The Baltimore Ravens have a slew of injuries of their own. Um, and then Cincinnati, with the fact that you know Joe Burrow is dealing with this calf issue, they are they are taking on Tennessee, which I think they can win because you could pass on Tennessee. Hard to run on them, but they you can pass on them. I think the Steelers beat Houston today. Uh, Mike, let's come back to you. I thought this was going to be one of the most competitive divisions uh, in in the league this year because of how good they are. But none of these, the cream has not risen to the top here in the AFC North. Who do you think that will be? Ooh, I, I gotta go Cincinnati. It's early. I mean, I know they're off to a slow start. I just, I think they're just too talented. Uh, let's give uh, credit. One of the big surprises so far is how good this Brown defense has played, but. I just think uh, at the end of the day, we're still going to be talking about the Bengals at the end. Uh, Amani, the Colts, Anthony Richardson, uh, and as well as Gardner Minshew, you mentioned it earlier, right? Has this Colts team at 2-1. and one. Jacksonville, by the way, right now is up on Atlanta 10-1, 10-0. Mm-hmm. I do believe they win this game. I do believe the Texans and the Titans lose. I think this is really going to be a battle between the Colts. And listen, let's give credit where credit's due. Their defense is, is, has been quite impressive um, I still think the Jags are the team to beat in this AFC South division. Do you agree? Yeah, I do. Uh, I just feel like the Colts aren't really ready. I don't. I don't really believe in their young quarterback so much, and, and Garner Minshew. I, I feel that you know after I think next year will be a better team for for the Colts, and I think they have a great foundation in their team around their quarterback is good. But the Jacksonville Jaguars are a team that's bubbling. I feel like. 
they are on the right track. They stumbled a couple times out of the they stumbled coming out of the out of the gate. Um, but I, I just feel that this team is, like I said before, they're a lot better than they than they indicate, um, than their record indicates at, at two and one. Um, and they're right there in the hunt. And I think after today, uh, Indianapolis will be two and two, and so will Jacksonville. So they'll be right back uh, at the at the at the helm of uh, of what what to what we expected out of this team early on this season. AFC West, you've got the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, who I, I believe will win later on tonight. Uh, the Raiders will be without Jimmy Garoppolo today. He's dealing with a concussion, so uh, not sure who actually is uh, is going to start. I, I mean, there was some talk that it would be um, uh, that it would be Brian Hoyer. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Hopefully, uh, you know that will be the case. I, I think they were considering the rookie o- O'Connell. O'Connell, I think it is, Mike. Uh, yep. then Eden O'Connell, fourth-round pick from Purdue. There you go. And then, thank you, my friend. And then you've got the Chargers. Uh, of course, uh, they just lost Mike Williams, one of their stud-wide receivers. We'll see if Palmer can step up. And then, of course, the Denver Broncos. Uh, the game of the week, the Broncos going up against the Denver Bron- the, uh, the the Chicago Bears. Uh, in the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles, boy, man, that front front seven, they are just... Dangerous. They're just, I mean, you talk about frightening. I mean, and Sam Howell, Mike, he holds the ball a lot. He pats the ball. He holds the ball. I think think he is in for a world of trouble today. Uh, with with Washington playing in Philadelphia, you have the you, both. Of you have the Cowboys beating the Patriots. I don't. I think the Patriots win. By the way, um, ooh, ooh, Anita. Don't, I hope our listeners uh, walked away for a second when they heard that. <laughs> we don't, we don't want to hurt hurt our show here. I mean, some, some people, you know, listen to the show, make okay. investments. Okay, so 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 if so if if and when uh, the Patriots beat beat the Dallas Cowboys today. Um, you, you obviously, I'll be the first person you think of Mike, Mike T deal, deal, deal uh, guys. Easy. Let's, what, what let's happens? Look, what, what happens when Dallas beats New England? Um, then I don't know. You, I don't know. I'll buy you. I'll buy you a case of wine. Just tell me what you want. Um, let's, let's take a look big picture here in the NFC, right? Because we just talked about like how just defensively, we didn't even mention the offense, right? But defensively, just how explosive and how amazing that Eagles defense is in the North, the Detroit Lions, they're three and one, uh, a new leader, right? A new King of the mountain in the NFC North. They beat the Packers, Minnesota Vikings and the Chicago Bears still haven't won a game. So I think Detroit runs away with it. Uh, I think it's open-ended in the NFC South. I still, I mean, listen, Baker Mayfield and the Bucks have impressed me, even though they lost last week. I think it's going to come down between them and the Saints. And then in the West, obviously, obviously it's San Francisco. So my question to you guys, and Imani, let's start with you. Okay. Um, are, are you, are you, are you putting the Detroit Lions in the conversation of possibly being one of the best teams in the NFC, along with the 49ers and the Eagles and the Cowboys? Yeah, I put them right there, like a little waiting to get in. Uh, I, I don't think that they are there quite yet because it's very heavy, uh, top heavy. You know, you have the Niners that everybody uh, recognizes and believes in. You have the Cowboys. No, the, you got the yeah, the Cowboys and the Eagles. I think those are the three teams. And right there in that second tier, I feel like are the Detroit Lions. I think they're playing very well this year. I think Dan Campbell has got them changed around. 
I got the mentality, just watching them play and the body language and the confidence that this team has. And you, Jared Goff, has a little swagger to him in these interviews. I like it. And I think that that's, that's their head coach rubbing off on this team. Now, can they do it? Can they sustain the entire season? This is only the first quarter, you know, the first quarter of the season. Now, you know, the first four games. Are they going to run into an injury problem? Are they going to, you know, run into a bad patch where they don't play well? Uh, you know, when they lost to the Seattle Seahawks, that was a t- game that they probably should have won, and they 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 lose it. But it, it, I think that they're there. They're there. They're in the conversation. I would not put them in the upper crust just quite yet. Mike, uh, similar. Look, I think it's San Fran, Dallas. After they beat New England today, and Philadelphia has the three best teams <laughs> in. Uh, in the NFC, I, I like I like Detroit a lot. You know, we hired Dan Campbell um, in Miami. He played uh, twelve games for, uh, as our head coach. He, he was our and uh, he has uh, like a unique ability, guys. That he has like the authoritative aspect of a Sean Payton, but he, he's a lot more likable and relatable. And I think the team has totally taken over his personality. So I think they're a high floor, lower ceiling team because I just don't know if they're going to be as explosive. Although. Amara St. Brown is really coming, um, and Jared Goff does seem like he's a new guy. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna make an I'm gonna make an argument for, for that the Detroit Lions are gonna represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Okay, follow me here, and then be, and then and then I want your your response. Um, all the things you guys just said, right? Dan Campbell, you want to run through a brick wall for him? Great coach. Um, look at how this team has drafted the last two years, right? Hutchinson, he's got a sack every game, if not two. Um, Laporta and Gibbs are contributing. Um, Campbell and Branch are contributing to first round, to second round. They're all contributing to the success of this team right now. Hopefully they'll only get better as they grow and develop throughout the season. So there's that, right? Um, they get Jameis, Jamison Williams back because the NFL this week uh, changed their policy in regards to suspension for players who gamble. So they get him back next week. So that adds to a very explosive offense to begin with. So now let's shelf that. They have the easiest schedule yeah, that in the NFL. You're 100 in, right. In in the in the, the remaining the remaining the remaining remainder of the year. The Detroit Lions have the easiest schedule of all 32 teams. The Dallas Cowboys, third most difficult. The Eagles, seventh most difficult. And the 49ers, the 12th most difficult. And Mike, I'd like for you to elaborate on this. From week 12 to week 18, the San Francisco 49ers have a negative 12-day rest disadvantage with all their opponents. Negative 12 from weeks 12 through 18. I think that's huge. I don't think that's a metric that is paid enough attention to and and is handicapped in regard to teams' win-loss. The 49ers have started strong, but it's going to be a bumpy ride for them uh, the last five, six, seven games of the season. So with all that, (laughs) don't sleep on this. I, I I think the stars are aligning really properly for this Detroit Lions team, Mike. What say you? Yeah, um, look... That is an interesting metric. I like Detroit a lot. I think they're a team like no one wants to play them. Um, but I, I think there's a more uh, illustrative statistic about San Francisco, which is last year. By the way, Bijan Robinson just made, made an an unbelievable catch in this Jaguar game. One-handed, 
unbelievable for a first down. This guy's incredible, number seven for the Falcons, B. John Robinson, rookie out of Texas. But um, getting back to your point, last year, every opponent that played the 49ers lost the following week, except for the Chiefs. That shows you how physical they are. I think they're just better on offense, and they're very comparable on defense. So taking nothing away from Detroit, I like them. I just think the 49ers are, are better. Amani, is, is, is the negative rest disadvantage a thing when you were playing? No, I, I didn't think anything of it. I think you, you know, all football saying is can control what you can control, right? Like you, nobody can control the amount of rest that you get between each game. So I don't even think about it. Don't even make your mind go there because it's not going to make it any better. The only thing you're going to do is garner, try to garner some sort of sympathy or some sort of, uh, you know, woe is me type of situation. And that's not how football players work. And that's not how the ones that I've been around that have been successful work. So I don't think they care. Uh, they're a physical group. They'll take on take it on as a challenge. Um, but when you're what what I want to see when you're talking about this Detroit Lions, like and they are supposedly have one of the best offensive lines in football. There's I that. I want to see what the best offensive line in football is going to do against the best defensive lines in the San Francisco 49ers and in the Philadelphia Eagles. And then you can powder in. What are they going to do? How productive are they going to be versus the Dallas Cowboys? All three of those are question marks that uh, that are like that are going to define the ceiling for the, the the for the Rams. I mean, sorry, for the Detroit Lions. Because when you look at the Detroit Lions and you look at the teams that they've played so far and the the, the impressive wins that they've had, they haven't played against a, uh, an extraordinary um, uh, uh, a defensive line that can really push back. I mean, they threw the uh, they were pounding the uh, the the um, I'm scared, what team did they just play the, the 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 Green Bay Packers? They were throwing them around. They made their running backs Montgomery 140 some yards uh, rushing. Like that's that's impressive. But now it's impressive versus the majority of the league. But that level that they're going to have to go to to be the represent the representative in the NFC, they're gonna it's going to be a little bit more rocky. And I just want to see how they match up. Before I crown him, Anita. Okay, <laughs> I just think, I, listen. I just think it's an interesting conversation, yeah. and um, and and you could get some really good odds, mm. right? They're eighteen to one right now to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm just throwing it out one? there. Is that what that means? <laughs> it means for every dollar you put down, you get eighteen dollars back. Hey, if Anita. In, if in, if in fact the Detroit Lions uh, do represent the NFC in the Super Bowl this year in Las Vegas, guys. Anita, do, do we have time to change? I, I do have a question for you uh, in terms of the spread and the odds. What is the over-under tonight in the Jet Chief game for the amount of times we see Taylor Swift? Actually, I have that for you. Wow. You, could wager, you could wager on that on offshore accounts. You can't find those bets on DraftKings or FanDuel or Bet360 or BetRivers or MGM or Caesars. You but you can't find them on some now, offshore dude. accounts. We get back. I will share those with you. Um, we're going to end the show strong. We still, have, we still have 30 minutes left of New York game day, and we will make it all local. We'll talk Jets. We'll talk Giants. We'll take your calls. Artie, I see you. You're already up. 800-919-3776. Uh, New York Game Day brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer of the NFL. Make sure you drink responsibly. Um, also brought to you by Bet365. Wherever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. That's for sure. All right, more to come right here on 98.7 ESPN.
10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, back to New York Game Day with a money tumor, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. It is New York Game Day. And it's brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer of the NFL. Make sure you enjoy responsibly. All right, gentlemen. Again, uh, tonight, primetime, baby. It's the Jets and Zach Wilson. By the way, Aaron Rodgers expected to be on the sideline as Zach Wilson's pseudo coach. Although that's what they're paying. Um, uh why am I drawing a blank? The offensive coordinator. Who is it again, oh, guys? Um, Nathaniel, Nathaniel Hackett. Hackett. Uh, that's Nathaniel what they're paying Hackett, Nathaniel man. Hackett for. I hate when um, that happens, but they're I, I, that. I have an excuse. I went over I, the middle too long, too many times. What about you? <laughs> hey, Anita. <laughs> Anita, I do, have, uh, I, I do have an update and some positive developments for the Jets. Zach Wilson may not be the worst starting quarterback in the league. That, that could go to Desmond Ritter, who has thrown interceptions on consecutive passes. One for a pick six. Another one has gotten the Jaguars down to the 15-yard line. They're up 17-0 uh, on the precipice of making it 24-0. And Desmond Ritter absolutely looks horrific today. Wow. Um, very rarely do you see back-to-back interceptions. Um, but he, he is really, really struggling today. I think what's happening here is, again, uh, this is an Atlanta Falcons team. Uh, they're pretty much one-dimensional. They run the football, and they're not having success running the football against Jacksonville. Only 22 total yards so far, and there's only three minutes left in the second quarter, and so he's being forced to throw the football, and he can't do it. Um, so a few things. Number one, Kansas City and the Jets later on tonight. Uh, Mike, I said this yesterday on my show, and and Amani and I talked about this in the first hour. I think the fact that Taylor Swift is in town and is going to be at the game, I think it's a blessing in disguise because all the hoopla, all the talk, uh, NBC, uh, Chris Collinsworth, Mike Tirico, it's all they're going to be talking about, right? As opposed to just how god-awful Zach Wilson is. So I think it's a blessing in disguise. And by the way, you guys asked, what can you wager on when it comes to Taylor Swift tonight? Primary color of clothing. Mm. On Taylor Swift's torso, red is favored at two to one, gold, white, or other. I'm going to go red. What are you guys going to go with? Well, last time she had the white with the red on. So... She's all about red. She loves wearing red lipstick. Mm-hmm. Not too much red, though. 
I'm going to try gold. I mean, I'm just going to throw a flyer out there because I You're know the go odds gold? are probably better Mike? on the gold, right? I, I would I would ask my teenage daughter, but since it's before noon, she wouldn't be awake in <laughs> Ann Arbor, so I'm going to have to pass. Okay. Uh, what will happen first on the broadcast? Either team score a touchdown or we will see Taylor Swift in the suite. Oh, Taylor Swift. Oh, absolutely. No, no, yeah, no question about it. Um, will Taylor Swift be shown in the first quarter? Yes is, is minus 200. No is plus 150. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Will Who Taylor will say Swift Taylor's... Be, will Taylor Swift be shown with um, with uh, Patrick Mahomes' wife, Brittany Mahomes? Will they be in the same box? That got to be Ooh, one. I don't know. Anyway. I don't want to go sorry, there. Sorry to mess um, up your phone. Who, go ahead. Who will, say, who will say Taylor Swift first? Chris Collinsworth or Mike Tirico? Uh, mm. I think it'll be... Um, I think they'll say it from the stu- in the studio show a couple times as they're yeah, but, but it this over. is a specific this but Amani, this is a game. specific bet. Chris Collinsworth is plus one ten. Mike Tirico is minus one fifty. I'm gonna go Mike Tirico. I think it's Mike says it Mike first. Tirico. Absolutely, because yeah. he talks first, right? He like kind of tees it up for Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, and then Chris Collinsworth does this like awkward slide in from the right. Do you guys are are you guys aware of that? Do you guys watch that? No. So so in, so watch it tonight. It's really awkward. So it's it's so they'll start with a single shot of Mike Tirico, and then Mike will say, "And here's Chris Collinsworth," and they're like he'll like slide in from the right side of your screen. It's very awkward. Um, what Creepy. which will be said first by the broadcast team? Um, swell, <laughs> Swelsea or trailer? Oh, I'm gonna go neither. Yeah, I don't understand that. Well, that's not. They're taking both their names and mashing them together. Yes. Kelsey and Taylor Swift, so swell. I get it. Swelsey or trailer? No, no. Travis, you guys aren't no. buying that. Who will? Who? Oh, you, you know what? Wait, Amani, you can wager on this. Who will Taylor Swift be sitting next to? Donna Kelsey, Brittany Mahomes, or Jason Kelsey? Oh, it's gonna be Brittany Mahomes. There's not that's, a opportunity that she's not going to take advantage of. Of, of highlighting herself. No, that's Absolutely. the brother, dude. And then he's gonna he's gonna do some TikTok dance around her. I don't Maybe ask her to do a TikTok dance. No so he can anymore, it. that guy. Uh, Brittany, Brittany Mahomes, two to one, two to one. You can wager two to one that Taylor Swift would be sitting next to Patrick Mahomes' wife. So two um, to one. Which get, Taylor Swift I song? And I get one dollar back. So for every dollar you put down, you get you get two dollars back. Okay, all right. Um, which Taylor Swift song? Didn't you go to Michigan, dude? Uh, which Taylor Swift song? We didn't song bet in Michigan. We played it. Will we played it straight up and down. Which no Taylor made song will 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 be broadcast first? Antihero, Shake It Off, Bad Blood, I Knew You Were Trouble, Blank Space, You Belong to Me, Look What You Made Me Do. <laughs> Jesus, what are these songs? <laughs> cardigan are you can all these songs are about all the guys that she she previously dated you don't think okay. there's a song coming about travis kelsey soon brace yeah, yourself yeah. um I, it's mike you be... want in on this are you like uh, you uh, asked for this dude yeah, you asked yeah. for this i delivered mike yeah, i delivered yeah. i went be i went above and beyond here man yeah you sure did yeah I, i'm gonna say uh nothing but trouble talking about zach wilson's play there you go i'm gonna say bad blood because they're gonna try and uh, like like they're going to try and pump up the game to make it interesting so that people will watch the entire thing. So both of those are five to one. Bad blood and I knew you were trouble. Um, I don't think I've heard knew you were trouble. 
So this is the last one. This since has nothing to do. Is that one? This, the, since you've been gone. No, that's a, uh, what's her name? Taylor Swift. No, that's not yeah, it. That, yeah, that's Kelly Clarkson. Oh. Thanks. Thank you, Tom. That, that's our producer, Tom. <laughs> um, <laughs> earning that money, man. Earning that money. This is the so last one before we take bucks. a, this is <laughs> last one before we take a break. Uh, guys, I think Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown. He scored a touchdown in his last two games. And and considering that she's there, and and also I came across an interesting stat, the Jets uh, giving tight ends a 76% catch rate so far this season. So I say yes to a touchdown. You get that at minus 145. Mike, Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown tonight? Yeah, I was just going to ask you, like, it's interesting. Like, I agree, like, the vulnerability of that Jets defense is right in the middle. But don't you think, like, they know it? And um, (laughs) I don't know, like, I feel like, we know we're going to lose the game if we're the Jets, but we're not going to be embarrassed. Like, we're not going to let that happen. I don't know. Like, it seems to me like they have one job, and it's to keep Travis Kelsey out of the end. Like, that's – if you want to watch a game tonight, like, I don't see how this game can be competitive because I don't think we've talked – I don't think Kansas City gets the credit they deserve on defense. I don't Absolutely. see – I've been talking I've been talking about it. I've been talking about it for hours. Yeah, Spags yep. is going to put up, you know, he, yep. he, I've seen him game plan against some of the greatest. Yep. And the, what, the game that he put together in the Super Bowl versus Tom Brady was unbelievable. And that's Tom Brady. And then, now we're talking about Zach Wilson. So any kind of wrinkle that he can slow him down just a little bit to let that pass rush get there, like Chris, John, Chris Jones get there, man, it, I think it's it, it's it's going to get ugly real quick or late real quick. Is that what he says? It's gonna get early, real late, real quick, or early, real late, or something like that. It's just, it's just gonna get ugly quick, yeah. money. It's just gonna get <laughs> ugly quick, boo. That's what's gonna happen. Quick break. We come back. We'll do a deeper dive into this matchup. Uh, we will talk about the defense, which, by the way, Mike, uh, this Kansas City oh, Chiefs late, defense early, top sorry. top five, top five in yards allowed per play. Top five defense in. Yards allowed per play to opposing offenses. Meanwhile, Zach Wilson, this 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 offense barely can put up ten points. That's what it is. Ten points a game. Barely. So I, I shared Mike, I shared a story in the first hour with the money. I was I lived in Baltimore for four years, covered the Baltimore Ravens, knew Brian Billick. When Kyle Bowler, aka Jesus on cleats, was the starting quarterback, Brian Billick used to walk into Rex Ryan's uh, defensive meetings. He would just pop his head in and say, Hey guys, we'll be lucky if we put 13 up. This game's on you. Keep it low and walk out. <laughs> I, 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 isn't that what Robert Sala, isn't that what he's doing right now? He, I, I mean, not, let's be honest. Jeff can't team. even put up more than 10. Take a, take a page out of Brian Billick's book, right? Anyway, we'll dive into all that and more when we get back. We'll end the show strong right here on 98.7 ESPN. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. Welcome back. Now time for Fantasy Forecast, brought to you by MoheganSun.com. And we're forecasting, well, news broke. We're not forecasting anything. Deshaun Watson, guys, he is out. 
he is out. He's not going to start for the Cleveland Browns in the break. I went online and I laid uh, mi- minus one and a half Baltimore Ravens in Cleveland. Dorian Thompson Robinson, uh, quarterback who, of course, uh, balled out this preseason, loved him at UCLA. But I think this is going to be a tall task for him uh, to beat the Baltimore Ravens. Mike, let's come to you first. Your thoughts on this game, Ravens and the, uh, the Browns. Yeah, Anita, I totally agree with you. I really like DTR. Just put out a tweet about him. 88 uh, touchdown passes in 49 starts at UCLA. He played really, really well in the preseason, as you just mentioned. Um, I like him a lot. I just probably not today in this situation. Um, it's um, the NFL, right? We're talking about Aiden O'Connell and DTR here. And, you know, we're still, uh, you know, we're just on October 1st here. So, this season has a long way to go. I think there was 10 teams last year that had a quarterback that played uh, in all 17 games. So big, big development coming in this Brown game. This is, uh, again, Fantasy Forecast brought to you by MoheganSunCasino.com and their app. Play Mohegan, your favorite casino games, now in the palm of your hand. Visit MoheganSunCasino.com. Must be 21 years or older to play. Help is available if you've got a gambling problem. 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Guys, let's take a call. Already got to be quick, calling in from Brooklyn uh, because we've got to give our score predictions before we pass the baton on to Ty Butler and Brandon Jacobs. Artie, what what are your thoughts about the Jets game? Yeah. Anita? Hey, how are you? Listen, so my thoughts is this. Okay, look, when Rodgers went down, our season was over. We're not not going to the playoffs. It's about developing your second-round pick. Now, I know Mr. T couldn't have been high on on Zach. You weren't high on Zach. The important thing is our GM was. He picked him. You think two years is enough. Last year, we went five and two. Five and two, and then that disaster in New England, and then he opened up his mouth, and he lost the, the clubhouse. But I was there in the Lion game. He left with the lead, and the, de- and the defense let him down. I don't know if things would have been different, but if you're going in and you're saying that he hasn't improved from last year to this year, you, I don't know what you're saying. First of all, in, in training camp, it wasn't like he. I mean, preseason, he wasn't like a, a disaster. But, 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 Listen, I was there. In, I was there in the Giant game. Okay, on third and one, a meaningless game. Third and one, they play action. He threw a post to Hardman for fifty something yards, laid it right in his lap. Right? Nobody yeah, said a word. Artie, Artie, I, I got. I got to let you go. We got. We got four minutes left in the show, and and this. He's not winning ball games, Artie. He's not winning ball games. All right, um, Amani, let's come to you. We got to make it quick because again, we yeah. only have four minutes. Uh, your score prediction prediction for the Jets in Kansas City? I think it's going to be thirty-five to ten. Thirty-five Jets ten, are Kansas be down City. And out. <laughs> yeah, I think safe to say it's Kansas City, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Kansas City. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. And just just want to just want to be clear, Mike. What's your score here? Thirty-one three, Kansas City. Three. You're you're giving him three. Um, I'm I'm going I'm going twenty eight ten. Here's why. Andy Reid hates this surface. Don't be surprised if Patrick Mahomes is pulled in the fourth quarter. Don't be surprised. 
So I'm going 28-10 Kansas City. On Monday night, of course, we know that it's the Giants. They're hosting the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I'm expecting somewhat of a barn burner. Uh, both these defenses you could pass on, uh, and I'm not anticipating Saquon Barkley to uh, to suit up and play, so I think it's going to be all on the shoulder pads of Danny Dimes. Mike, let's start with you. What's your score? Uh, 21-17 Seattle. Um, they're the better team right now. With no Andrew Thomas, no uh, Saquon Barkley. Uh, I just don't know how the Giants are going to score consistently. I think Geno Smith will play well in sort of a homecoming for him. Amani. Ooh, I'm going to go 24. We know, we know, we know. 24, <laughs> 24, 17, Seattle. Whoa, that's breaking news. <laughs> Amani picking against the Jets. I mean, against the Giants, Giants that is breaking yeah, news. No. Actually, you know uh, what? I'm, I'm going to take that back. I'm going to go 24, 17, Giants. Yes, sir. No, you're not. <laughs> are you? What are you doing? What side are you on? Come on, really. I'm going to go Giants for real. It's 24, 17. Why, why do you think why do you think they win without Saquon and they can't tackle? What, what what's going to be the difference maker? Well, I, I think Seattle um I, I I think there's a lot of teams that can't handle success. <laughs> I don't know. Um I feel like the Giants are going to have a better much better effort on defense. They're going to force Geno Smith into some turnovers and and pressure him uh and on a team that he used to play on. And um I, I feel like the Giants' defense is going to have to carry the load and give the Giants short fields and find a way to, uh, you know, to, the, if they, they need to get back to their old school, playing close to the vest, Daniel Jones isn't the guy who's going to, you, know, you can just open up the playbook and have him create. He's going to have to be very, uh, take, take his, his spots very carefully to, on when to, you know, really go go all out and try to make things happen. I think he's trying to be too much of a playmaker, and, and that's where all the inter- interceptions are coming from. Well, I'm I'm with you, Mike. I, I think Seattle wins. Uh, I think a big reason why is because a Saquon Barkley is not going to be out there, um, and Anthony Tom Andrew Thomas is not going to be out there, and uh, this this I don't know what's going on with this defense. I mean, I'll believe it when I see it. I mean, they need to go back to square one, like tackle drills, do something. But I got Seattle 28-24. Like I said, I think this is going to be somewhat of a barn burner. I think it's going to be a fun, exciting game. Lots of points to be scored. Won't be shocked if the Giants win. You know, I'm rooting for them. But I do believe Seattle walks away with a victory. Again, Seattle 28-24. That's what I have. Gentlemen, always great waking up with you in the morning here on Sunday. Uh, New York game day here for you every Sunday from 8 to 11. We really do appreciate it. Also, our producers, a lot of moving parts behind the mic. And they do a phenomenal job. So Tom and Harvey, thank you. Really do appreciate you. Also, big shout out to Jordan Renan and Rich Samini, who join us each and every week. Uh, Jen Mueller joined us on the program as well to give us some insight in regard to the Seattle Seahawks. Everybody, uh, enjoy week four. Some really great games on the slate. Later on tonight, Swifty fans at the stadium. Aaron Rodgers on the sideline. Can the Jets pull the upset? We'll see. And, of course, the Giants on Monday night. Everybody, enjoy week four. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. 98.7 ESPN. This is New York Game Day, presented by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. When it's game time, it's Tully time. Infinity. Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Xfinity QX60 crossover at XfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today and by the engagement experts at London Jewelers. Visit them at any of their seven locations, including Short Hills, or shop online at LondonJewelers.com.